always out there waiting for you to ask. Everything you want also wants you. But you have to take action to get it. I love that quote. That quote's from Jack Canfield. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. so much for coming on back. This is our seventh episode, Britt. Wow. Congratulations to you. Same to you. Thanks for doing this with me. I have so much fun when we're recording. <laughs> lucky number seven. Oh, lucky number seven. That's a great number, actually. I wonder if that has anything to do with attracting. We'll have to look that up. So our <laughs> last episode, we had Ed Langen on, and he is an expert in the law of attraction. He's a mindset coach. He was awesome. I really loved that interview. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone can, anyone who has listened to it could hear my mind get blown several times. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like every time, you know, we we spoke to Ed, obviously, before the interview, took place. And then again, when we were interviewing him, I just feel like every time we talk to him, he teaches us a lot and he's just such a nice person, you know, so, so, he's such a, such a nice soul. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> besties. We're besties. Um, yeah, he was great. I love the topic of law of attraction here. I'm thinking I knew so much about it and I know how to manifest and I can do that. And, you know, I do teach some meditations on manifesting, but, um, but I definitely learned a lot from Ed last week or last episode, last whenever it was, uh, he was awesome. Yeah. I loved how he um, started to talk about those messages that we send, the vibrational messages that we send from our head versus our heart, mm-hmm. because I think that was one of the times that my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Especially right? when he, you know, I kind of mentioned this in the interview too, but um, when he talks about like square vibrations and, and round vibrations and like how they don't match. They um, don't match and your vibrations have to match. Mm-hmm. So when he that I immediately thought of myself because I feel like I'm constantly hoping to manifest something mm-hmm. whatever it is and um and I feel like my heart never sends out the right message because my head is like yeah yeah you can do this and this is what you want and then my heart is sometimes sending a message like what are you an idiot you don't deserve that why do you want that like I think that's what's happening and I'm like oh my gosh I need to I need to become aware of what I'm thinking and feeling, or it's just not going to happen. I'm blocking myself. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I feel like my heart is always kind of on the right track, but my head convinces my heart otherwise that it's like, oh, logically this doesn't make sense. Or, um, you know, this isn't a good decision because of all of the logic and the, you know, common sense factors of things. Um, common sense. Who needs that? Yeah. Who needs not us. <laughs> I always thought I led with my heart. I always feel like I make decisions impulsively sometimes, or if I know it's right, then I'm going to do it, just do it. Um, but I'm wondering if that's really from my head. No, I don't yeah. even know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. I, 
have a really hard time making decisions. I'm extremely indecisive. Um, but when I decide it's time to make that decision, I impulsively make it, which is crazy. It's like I, I spend all this time like hemming and hawing over, you know, what to do. And then I just pick something without really thinking about it. I think when you hem and haw, you're thinking. I guess. It you doesn't are. feel like, yeah, it doesn't feel like good thinking though. It feels like worry. Obsessive worry thinking, you know. And, and that's, that's not a good vibration to send yeah. out. Exactly. So no, it's no. like I, I'm stuck in these worry <laughs> mindsets. And then I make the decision and like, you know, since it was made in a worry mindset, then the decision doesn't seem like a good one ever. Right. But are they usually good decisions? Yeah, so far. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to do when you're like, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. Be like, well, you know what? I've made good decisions before. I'm capable of making good decisions. Yeah, I have a decent track record, I guess. So that's good. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. The other thing that I really liked that he talked about, and I know just to people who haven't really listened to our whole podcast, I guess I should probably tell everyone that we typically have a guest on. And then the week after, Britt and I sort of respond and react and talk mm -hmm. about what that um, episode was like, what our highlights were. Um, and we, we get some questions or comments from our listeners. So feel free to send those in at any time to talk to heal podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. But that's what the, that's why we're chatting about Ed this week. We're chatting about Ed this week because we had him on in our last episode and we just love, we don't really get to touch base, Britt and I. Mm -hmm. This is really our only time to do that. Yeah. So that's why that's the format of our podcast. <laughs> If you don't like it, you can lump it. See you later. Uh, <laughs> one listener by the time this episode's over. The reviews are going to be like, they're a little bit mean and aggressive to their listeners. I only tuned into episode seven and they're real assholes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if anybody is listening, we do love you. So No, really. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but this is the format. Uh, so the other thing that I really loved that um, he said, and 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 I think that you'll love this too, is when he said um, to you, Britt, remember you picked your mom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that conversation was really cool. And it's funny because I don't know anybody else who's ever had a conversation like that, but I guess one, like, was it his niece or some, but somebody that he knows. Yeah, um, someone else has said something similar, right? Yeah, which is really cool. Um, I would love to hear more of those stories. So if we have any listeners whose kid or, you know, if you yourself as a listener told your mom or dad, like, uh, you know, I can't believe I picked you to be my parent. Like that's yeah, just and it's true. Yeah. Well, well, we all pick our journey and, and mm -hmm. you picked me to help you learn whatever lesson it was that you were supposed to learn. And I think that is just kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very cool, but I'm like, oh crap, have I helped her? <laughs> It's a lot of pressure. Um. <laughs> Imagine if there were more of me too. Like you just Jesus. had one. Like <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. I'd be a little bit more mindless than I am right now. Is it possible? <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. I love bringing our stories into our interviews too, mm. because you know it's our story. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we all have unique perspective. 
to share. And it also validates what you said when you were that tiny little baby. Like mm-hmm. you said something that was sort of profound there. And way back then, I didn't know if I really understood the depth of it, but now I do. You know, as I was learning more and more about this kind of stuff, I was like, wow, I bet you she's right. <laughs> she probably was sitting in someone's pocket looking down at me being like, that one right there. <laughs> I'll take her. I wonder what you were doing that made me pick you. Oh, Lord. I was probably drinking like um, whiskey. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, that would make sense judging by how much I like whiskey now. Well, that's why I said it. I don't even like whiskey. Um, or eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. French fries. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm I right want. There. <laughs> I, I want a mom who appreciates chicken nuggets. <laughs> I want her um that one in line at McDonald's just kidding oh my gosh I've been going off track off track that's my fault I think I did that Uh, that's quite all right though thanks so yes (laughs) Brittany if you missed the last episode Brittany said when she was a teeny little baby that she was in God's pocket and she picked me to be her mom which is so sweet (laughs) and Ed confirmed it yep thanks Ed he had a lot of really good um knowledge bombs for us um one thing that struck me was when you were talking about manifesting stuff and you're like well I always like to tell people like act as if you already have it and Ed was like no you can't you like he's like listen like I don't think that's right and we were kind of like huh mm-hmm. but it's really because you're still pretending if you're acting as if you already have something right. you're still acting right it's not real yeah right so, so you have to be you have to act like not act you have to stop saying the word act but it's like just be as if it's happening like just you are in that big house you are living on the beach you are driving that fast car you are whatever it is you want you right. know yeah, that was a that was definitely one of your truth bombs, you call it for sure. I was like, oh man, I've been doing it wrong all this time. So there were a few times when I said, Oh, I've been doing it wrong all this time. One was that, and the other one was um with the messages, because I mean, I I I, I know I knew that, but I feel like I was just wasn't I was just more less aware of my own messages that I was sending out. Yeah. And it's funny. Um especially like money blocks. I know like a lot of people struggle with, with money blocks. Um, I had a client who was telling me her story and she is definitely a heart centered entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. talking about her, how she had like a yoga studio. And she said that sometimes like she would do things that were, um, that would negatively affect her business owning a yoga studio because she didn't want to seem like the type of person who was just in it for the money. Oh, which is fascinating. So That's like interesting. Yeah. Make these decisions, you know, knowing that it may hurt her bottom line as a yoga studio owner, but she was doing it because she didn't want people to assume that like she was doing this for the wrong reasons, yeah. which is crazy. Like, you know, because you, when you own a business, you have to, you want to make money in the business, mm-hmm. even though it's sort of a heart centered business. Yeah. 
you know, and you're helping people, but you want to be able to survive so you can help people too. Exactly. Right. You know, and you want to be able to thrive so you can help people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't me? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny because I was like, hmm, I should have my mom work here. Like my mom's too nice. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, but I understand that, you know, like I understand that it's funny because these are the messages. These are the the square shaped and the circle shaped messages that Liz puts out. I put mm-hmm. out, I want to help people. I want to help people. I want to help people. I want people to come so I can help them. I like helping people. I want to teach people. I want to, you know, teach them everything that I know because it's helped me so much. But then I'm like, I don't, they shouldn't have to pay for that. Oh, no, <laughs> it's a business list. Like I have I to, you know, it's, it's a, it's a struggle. Um, so those are my mixed messages that I send out for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Give her my number. <laughs> so tell me, I heard that you, um, you were thinking about a vision board. What happened with this vision board idea? Yeah. So what's funny is that, you know, in our interview, we were kind of talking about vision boards and you were like, oh, I didn't know you had a vision board. That's so cool. But today in my one-on-one with my boss, um, we started, you know, we're all reading this book um, as like leadership members of my company. And he was like, yeah, you know, after you read this book, like, I want you to create a new vision board. And I was like, huh, <laughs> I was just talking about creating a new vision board. So. And strange, and coincidentally, when I was talking to a friend the other day, she said, you need to put these words on your vision board. I'm like, oh, I need to get a vision board. <laughs> so oh. there we go. We need a vision board. Mm-hmm. We should probably have a vision board podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can do like an extra vision board creator. Anyone know a vision board expert? (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, has anything else happened since the um, episode with Ed about manifesting? Do you know what I've been doing, Britt? Mm -hmm. Every time I drive to work, I say that I'm going to see my initials and the certain numbers on a on a license plate. So I'm like, I'm going to see them. I'm going to see them. I haven't seen them yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm still working on it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. I kind of subconsciously manifested. <laughs> um, I we will... have, wait, 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 wait. We have to ask Ed. Is that such a thing as subconsciously yeah. manifesting? I think there is. I think so. Because think you know, those negative thoughts that we always have, mm-hmm. I think those are somewhat subconscious. We're not thinking when we think those things. Absolutely. So I tell us, how did you manifest subconsciously? <laughs> I mean, I, I again, I'm going to be one of those people that Ed had warned us about but um you know obviously the American Rescue Plan or whatever it was has been passed and they're sending out a bunch of stimulus checks to people um and I had heard that they were gonna do it and I was like oh man like how cool would it be if I got it this weekend um and I in my head I was like no way that's not gonna happen like I it took me weeks to get my last stimulus check like ugh but so I was like but, you know, I really wish I could buy like a nice coffee and have it delivered to the house. Like, I really want to treat myself. It's Friday. I could use like a nice good breakfast. Um, and then just so happen, check my account, $1,400 stimulus check right in there. Look at you. Morning, so Can you manifest that for me? <laughs> I'll do my best. Thank you. 
so that was good. Um, so you got how many coffees? <laughs> only one, but I did, I did buy That's a lot of That's an expensive coffee. Yeah, I did buy a lot of things. So, I mean, they were all things I needed, but um, having a little bit of buyer's remorse today. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a negative vibration feeling. <laughs> You're right. Just be You're grateful. Right. Just be grateful for it. You were able to get it. Exactly. You were able to do what you needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It just goes back to the overwhelming guilt I have. Or feeling everything. like you may or may not deserve something that you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Those are the mixed messages that you put up there. Yeah, exactly. So, right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you deserve? Mm-hmm. Anything. Good question. I I mean, there's no reason. That's right. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> well, I have a manifesting story I'm going to share. Some people who know me already know this story. And Britt, you, I think you already know this story, but I'm going to tell it to everyone anyways. So, you know, I sort of knew about manifesting, but this was not something, like you said, it was sort of subconscious. It's sort of like, um, I was like, I know this is going to happen. And in my brain, I kept seeing what I wanted. So I ended up, all right, so I'm a teacher. I teach, but I also um, teach meditation and, and I do Reiki. And I'm, so I teach workshops and I have classes and, um, I was working in like two, two different places, sort of going back and forth, like on the road Reiki kind of a thing. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, how nice would it be if I just had my own space to do this? And I didn't want to do it out of my home. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to myself and, and in my head thinking really um, and visualizing, every time I thought of it, I kept thinking, I just need three rooms. I need a room, like a treatment room for the table Mm-hmm. an office space and a, a bigger room but not huge so I can do classes I kept yeah. thinking, like that's all I need just three rooms a bigger space office space treatment room bigger space office space and I kept like it was I just kept repeating it over and over again in my head when I thought about it I'm like that's all I need it doesn't need to be big at all mm-hmm. um and I of course you know don't have I did not think of money. I did not think of how would I afford this? I did not think of anything. There was nothing blocking me other than I, this is what I'm looking for, period. Right. So those blocks that he talks about, mm-hmm. I was not resistant to, to this happening at all. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that I wouldn't know what I was doing. I didn't think that I couldn't do it. I didn't think any of that. I just thought this is what I need. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I did look at places, um, downtown here in the town that I live in there was a woman who was thinking of subletting one of her rooms and I was like okay I could make that work and that just dragged on and on and on it certainly wasn't my bigger room smaller room right space that I was looking for but I was like okay at least it's close to home it would be doing exactly what I was doing before which I didn't want to do but it was downtown right down the street and it's close to home Mm -hmm. so that lasted for a few months going back and forth. And then <clears throat> my cousin, Steve, giving him a shout out. Hey, Steve. He's a real estate agent, by the way. <laughs> my cousin, Steve Callahan, he um, sent me 
a listing on Craigslist, a place I've never been before. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Craigslist. Oh, no. I, I mean, you know, in my head, I was like, wow, I don't want to go there. What is that? But I looked at the um, pictures and I was like, that looks like the same building that I've just been, you know, chatting with this woman about for a few months. And it was an office space available wow. right downtown. And I was like, oh, so I messaged the guy, saw him the next day. He showed me the space. And guess what, Britt? It was an office space, a treatment room, mm-hmm. and, a, and a larger room. And I was like, holy cow. That's amazing. I mean, I didn't see this in my mind, but I certainly saw something like this in my mind. Like, Mm -hmm. this is it. And there you have it. Uh, And it was a month later, open the doors, brand new business, ready to go. No resistance. It's all there. Like, it all happened. I had the money for the the first and last and whatever Mm -hmm. rent I needed. Um. And I was able, he was able to paint it. I was able to move in before the first of the year. And I opened up three weeks later. It was yeah. unbelievable. This, this all happened really quickly. And yeah. No time to think, no time yeah. to worry, no time to put up any obstacles about how am I even going to do this? It was like, yeah. just got to go do it. Let's do it. Right. Right. That's really cool. A similar thing happened with my apartment, actually, now that we're kind of talking about it. This apartment that you're in now? Yeah, the- one that I'm in now. Um, I was living in Providence, just like, um, not thrilled about my living situation. It was kind of a decision I had made quickly uh, without considering a lot of things. I remember. Mm-hmm. But it was a good experience for what it was worth. So like no hard feelings or negative, you know, whatever about that. It got me to where I was, where I am today. Um, and I wanted to move out. Um, you know, I had a very limited budget. I wanted to stay in Providence. Um, ideally, like I was just going to find somebody that maybe I gelled with and we could find a place together. But my friend, Grace, her, she just was like, oh, I'll just ask my landlord to see if he's got anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, please. Yeah. So he, he was like, yeah, I actually have something. I'm showing it this Saturday. Why don't you come check it out? So I went. And it was the most beautiful apartment I've ever seen in my life. It is very nice. Yeah. It it was in a great part of town, right around the corner from where my friend Grace was living at the time. Like we were essentially neighbors, um, beautiful hardwood floors, three bedrooms, all for an amazing price. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, like, I can't believe this. Um, but I couldn't really afford it on my own. And at that point, like, I didn't really have anybody to move with, but you know, everything sort of just came together and I was able to connect with a friend of a friend who was having a similar situation as me and she could afford it. She liked it. And we just moved in. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Just when you needed it. Mm -hmm. No obstacles. Yep. I didn't even look for any other apartments after I saw this one. I was like, somehow this will be mine. <laughs> That's how I felt too. Like, don't, don't show anyone this place. It's all. <laughs> Can I give you extra money not to show anyone this place? Yeah. Um, I was like, please just give me a few weeks to find somebody. Uh, I promise I will do it. <laughs> right. That's awesome. I love little stories like that. I, so before we, um, before we take a quick break, I want to let everybody know 
that the next segment is going to be um, some comments, some stories, and perhaps questions from some of our listeners. So listen, if you have a comment, I don't care if it's good or bad. <laughs> if you have a question about one of our topics, even if it's a past episode, um, if you have stories, anything you want us to share with the listeners, please, please send it to us. Send it to us at talk to heal podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, we really want to hear from you. Yeah, we really do. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to take a quick break, Britt? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we wanted to go to this next segment where we share some questions and comments from our amazing listeners. Uh, so we do have a really good question um, up first. And the question is, when your heart and brain messages are sending conflicting messages, what should you do? That's an so, interesting question, right? Yeah, I'm eager to hear what Where's you Where's Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Ed. <clears throat> We need Ed to call in. So I'm thinking, so this is what I'm thinking, you know, initially hearing that question, I was like, hmm, where's Ed? (laughs) Seriously. And then I was like, I guess becoming aware that you're sending those conflicting messages is the first step, because I think I can only speak from my own experience that half the time, I don't even know that I'm sending conflicting messages. Um, So once we're sort of aware that we're sending conflicting messages, I think that you have to then, if there's a negative message combined with a, the positive message that you want, I think you have to figure out where that root of the negative message is coming from and then try to figure that out first. So then you can adjust your messages. So like for an example, um, if we want to manifest something like abundance, money, wealth, what is our limiting belief about money? If I'm focused on manifesting abundance in all forms, but I have this limiting belief that the only way I'll make money is to work really hard, then I'm sending out conflicting messages. Yeah. They don't match. Right. Because, you know, your heart is saying, well, maybe you don't have to work really hard. But if your brain is saying, no, only abundance comes with struggle then right yeah I feel like my heart's like my heart's like oh my head's like work hard get earn money work hard earn money and then my heart's like it'll come you know you're manifesting money it'll come (laughs) hard for it to come you know like they're just banging against each other right and it's like if if you think that you have to work hard to to get that abundance then you are manifesting that you would have, I have to work, to work hard, hard. Mm-hmm. right? And that's exactly what I do. <laughs> but I think what I have to do is figure out, I guess, to like re-answer the question or to finish answering the question, maybe I have to figure out why do I have this limiting belief about money? Why do I feel like it, it is so hard to make a little bit of money or to get ahead? Mm-hmm. So, and I think Ed actually is the person to help me with that. I think he actually has a workshop about that specifically um just to plug ed one more time because he's awesome <laughs> yeah we're at big fans yeah we're two of his biggest fans <laughs> i don't know if that answers the questions listener mm-hmm. but um i think what you have to do is first being aware that you that you're having two 
conflicting thoughts on what you're trying to manifest. And then um, if one of them is a negative one, which I think it would be because they're going against each other, Mm -hmm. figure out why you have that thought. Where did that come from? And if you can figure out where it comes from, then you can figure out how to uh, change your thought about it. Sometimes you just have to change your thoughts. I say that a lot too. Like just stop, don't think about it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, I'm easily said than done, uh, easier said than done though. Absolutely. That's one of the hardest things is to just change how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. It's a <laughs> okay. lot like managing expectations, like with friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like sometimes you're like, oh man, I wish my friend would have done this because I would have done that if I were them. Right. And like, well, you know, you can get mad and you can get disappointed about all the things they may not be doing for you, but, or <laughs> you can just manage your expectations and yeah. They, well, they don't do that kind of thing for me. So that's, and that's okay. what it is, yeah. but that's really hard. You know, that can be it a really so hard thing, hard. but you know, people don't do what you expect them to do. They didn't, they, people won't do things that you would do in any situation. And that's because you've lived a different life than them. Mm-hmm. They're not you. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Exactly. I think that was a really good answer. So thank you. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> I'm not an expert. Where's Ed? Okay, go Where's ahead. Where's Ed? Um, this, this next one is actually kind of for the both of us. Uh, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. She asks, um, what are you and Britt doing differently since your discussion with Ed? Hello. Did you hear that? What was it? It was a car outside going about 100 down my little neighborhood street. Sons of bitches, I'm recording a podcast. Don't you know we're recording a podcast here? Jeepers, where's the cops when you need them? Oh my God, I got to manifest that. (laughs) So can you ask that question again? I I was so distracted. I would love to ask that question again. (laughs) The racing car going down the street. All right, so Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy asks, what are you and Brid doing differently since your discussion with Ed? So that's kind of, I'd like, what do you, you go first. Really? Because I always go first. It's like. Yeah, I know, but you go first. I am your mother. Um, (laughs) Bow down to me, child. I have to say, since our talk with Ed, I have, if I'm meditating or if I'm going for a walk and I'm by myself, I usually walk with Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) interesting Interesting. same name I don't know if it's the same person but um (laughs) uh I say things I try to say um I welcome all that is meant to be mine I'm open and welcome like I just really thinking it and I want to feel that because I don't want to block it on my in my heart message because I do think it's my heart that's sending out that I don't deserve that message and I've actually been trying to change my mindset too. Um, I welcome anything that's meant to be mine or I welcome abundance. Abundance comes freely to me. And abundance could mean health, mm-hmm. uh, could be money, could be you know, business expansion. It could be, could be anything. I yeah. just, that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to say those words in my head when I'm having, having some quiet time. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Well, thanks. What have you been doing? <laughs> I um, have been more aware of the thoughts that I'm thinking um, and how they affect the universe around me. 
Um, I also am definitely more aware of um, the like coincidences, law of attraction type, you know, like magic. Um, I mentioned this uh, before, you know, the story I told about having that boyfriend who drove a Saturn view and then I saw Saturns everywhere. Um, I'm starting to see all Saturns again. So that was kind of cool. Um, and, you know, I listened to a song by Fiona Apple. I'd never heard of it before. Um, and then just later on that week, I heard it like three or four more times, just like randomly. Um, so I'm like noticing things like that a lot more. And I'm really trying to um, focus on things around me that are creating patterns. So I love that. I love seeing, I don't like to call them coincidences because I actually don't seriously though. I know I joke around a lot on this, but I don't think anything's a coincidence. Like hearing that song, is there a message in that song for you? Do you think, or like, why would you hear it and then hear it again and again and again? You don't have to share with us. That's interesting. <laughs> message, but there's obviously a message in it. Yeah, for sure. You had to hear it. It's very interesting. Do you want to hear a really neat story? <laughs> okay. This reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Um, huge Mumford and Sons fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. G- giving someone Reiki yesterday. I don't want to give her name because anything that happens in a session is confidential, really. So I'll give you some information. Um, she was talking about her ex-husband who has passed. She told me that he used to call her by a nickname. Mm-hmm. That no, he used to call her by a nickname. I don't know what I just said, but he <laughs> used to call her by a specific name, nickname. And she says, you know, sometimes she hears it and hears that in the grocery store. She thinks it's him, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's 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 neat, you know, like yeah. he's passed. Mm-hmm. And um so after the session. She left and I was getting these crazy chills down my spine Mm -hmm. as I was changing the sheets on the table and doing my stuff, cleaning and all that. Yeah. And I, in my head said, listen, this is how crazy I am. So those of you who are listening, welcome to my world. (laughs) This is literally who I am. So now, you know, I said in my head, I said, listen, if that's you, you know, giving me the chills down my spine, mm-hmm. you better take care of her better than you did when you were here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next song that came on the radio, which was not the radio, it was the shuffle of my phone yeah. that has like a thousand songs on it. Yeah. Was the name of that song was the nickname that he. Really? That's crazy. And I, I'm getting the chills now again. Yeah, me too. Ooh, <laughs> that is so wild. Isn't that cool? Like, mm-hmm. so coincidences? No, no, definitely not, not a coincidence. It can't be yeah. a coincidence. It was, it was wild. It was cool. So I, of course, messaged her right away. And I'm like, listen, this happened. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, sorry well, for cool. that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I have a story that I got from um, a friend of mine on Instagram. Yeah. Is it a coincidence story? It's sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost the plot of a, of a rom- romantic movie, I would say. <laughs> Let's um, write it. <laughs> this is from Shannon. We Hi, went Shannon. to high school together. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> I know Shannon. <laughs> yeah. You know, Shannon. Um, shout out to Shannon. 
So she, I had asked my Instagram followers if they had any like, um, you know, law of attraction slash manifesting stories or coincidence type stories that they wanted to share. And she said that, you know, this, this didn't happen to her, but she said that a few months ago, her cousin was in London and she lost her phone. Um, she didn't realize it until she got home. Um, and on her way home, she had found someone's wallet just walking home so she was like oh you know that's crazy so she went to the police the next day to report her phone missing and to give back the wallet to the police so Mm -hmm. they could find whoever it was um and while she was in there (laughs) she met the guy who found her phone well, he was walking home, right? Just like yeah. happened to be there, which is crazy in itself. But the wallet that she had found belonged to the same guy who found her phone. That's crazy. Oh, my God. So they were in the police station together at the, at same, the same time. time giving having, each other their things back. Having found each other's things. That is insane okay That's so then insane. here so here's my question are they married yet <laughs> <laughs> right this is sound like a great meet cute yeah is that what that's called <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does it's like it uh, so it's like you've got mail or something yeah it really is it's like a uh, Nora Ephron movie but that's just nuts um that's so well, thanks, cool Shannon. thank you for sharing that that was cool, Shannon. Thank you so much. <laughs> Shout out to Shannon's cousin. Shout out to Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to be back in just a minute. Mm-hmm. So don't go anywhere because yeah. we actually like to end every single episode with a question, something to get you thinking. And if you're a journaler, someone to get you writing, reflecting, um, something that Britt and I like to do periodically. So now you like to pass it on to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Really listen, um, listen to the question, write it down, answer the question. And this is what we really like. Like if you're sitting there and we're doing your reflection and um, something really deep comes up and you want to share it with us, please, please, please reach out. All right. We'll give you the email address after the break. Hi guys, we are back. Thank you Hello. so much for listening. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you, Mom. <laughs> oh, no, I interrupted you by going, "Hello, hello." Um, so- Don't forget me. I'm here too, still. <laughs> so usually, uh, at this point in the podcast, we like to ask a reflection question, um, as we kind of just mentioned. But we were just kind of thinking about it, and you know, we loved hearing from Shannon and hearing that crazy story about our cousin. So what we would love from you guys is to share your crazy coincidence stories. You know, have you ever been thinking about a friend and have them call you? Um, you know, we want to hear stuff like that. Or so, like your or like your Saturn cars, how you keep seeing them now. Yeah. Or that song that you heard once and now it keeps coming and coming. Yeah. Well, we want to hear yeah. from you. So send us an email at talk to heal podcast at gmail.com. Um, and please feel free to share your stories, you know, feel free to share or ask questions, um, you know, about anything that we talked about today. Uh, We're eager to hear your feedback. So any sort of thoughts you have on the episode, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, we'd love to share them with the rest of our listeners too. I think they're the coolest things when we hear awesome stories like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode. 
Until next time, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.